welcome back to welcome backstage. Welcome back. <laughs> 2022. Oh it's a new back. year. Oh, sorry. Excuse you me. Sniff them. Yeah, I did. All right. Not on purpose. It got a little drainage going on. Correct. COVID. Hey, hopefully not. That's not a joking mm, matter. I'm sorry. Oh man, Omicron. New Year, same stuff. That's right. Ah. <laughs> Let's move on from that and talk about more happy, fun things. Thanks for downloading Backstage. We're excited to be back. We had a little break. <laughs> yes, we did. Why did you giggle? I just thought. How do you know they downloaded it? Well, if they can hear your voice, they download. If they're oh. not listening, yep, they made me laugh. There's one out there that's <laughs> downloaded that shouldn't be. Oh, who's that? Dun, dun, dun. That was my mistake. Oh, one episode. I think he meant one person. It's like, who do you think should not be allowed to download? The government. <laughs> I actually tell people this a lot. Just download. You don't have to listen. Help yeah, us get the numbers out. Exactly. That's you right. You literally don't even have to hear our voice. Nope. Just you download. could actually put it on automatic download, too. That's right. That's what I do. Yeah. There That's you go. what I do. But let's look back. Let's reflect ourselves, because today's mm. episode is all about into 2021. pool of 2021. Mm. It's probably a gross pool. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of filled in it. turds. <laughs> <laughs> 2021 was a rough year for a lot of people, Scott. It was. It was. There were some highlights, and let's celebrate those. So I asked each of you, Scott, what was your highlight of 2021? Looking back on the year, reflecting. I forgot what I said. (laughs) You said two years of podcasting. That is true. Yes, two years. That's a long time. We have been on the air. Hundreds of episodes. Hundreds, thousands. I downloaded the stats for this podcast. We were downloaded over 11,000 times in 2021. That's a lot of times. That's a lot of times. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. That's listener. right. <laughs> that one. I'm making that awkward eye contact with Jordan right now. Which doesn't really translate to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. True. yeah, absolutely. So that was a highlight for you. You started yes. the podcast. It was your idea. I did. Like a month before the pandemic started. Literally, I had everything <laughs> planned and then everything hit the fan. It all just... Yeah, literally. Yeah, we had it planned. We had done one or two episodes, and everything shut down. There you go. And we, at the time, I remember, I say we, I didn't think COVID was going to be a thing. I thought it was going to be like the, the the pig flu, swine flu. I thought it was going to be like, eh. It's a pass. Yeah. I was wrong. I think a lot of people were too. So that's a big milestone. We're excited to be back podcasting for another year. Jordan, how about you? I think you've got kind of a layup on this one. A layup? A layup? On your highlight of the year last year? Oh. You had uh, a big significant milestone in your life? Yeah, I did. I I had a child. Had a baby. Your wife had a baby. Well, yeah, my wife had a child. They had a child. Yeah, we did. I mean, she physically gave birth. Yes, there we go. But they have a child. You are together. a parent now. How about that? I am a parent now. How's I'm that? Going? You're more I'm than tired. just. <laughs> it's it's good, man. You're, no, it's good. You're a father. Yep. That's it's all good. you got to say about it's that. Fun. Yeah, fun sometimes. He's tired. He is tired. It's a long, long, exhausting road. Jonah Boaz also became a father. Talking to him, and I'm not him. as tired as he is. Yeah, he told me he's tired. <laughs> he is. God bless y'all. That was not a fun face. Scott, you've never been there. Cat dad. Hope to never be there. Oh, wow. That's a strong statement. Well, you know, kids are gross, man. (laughs) Yes. I didn't know which pad it was. I thought that was it. Oh, nailed it. Yeah. No, I mean, kids are gross and they smell bad and (laughs) fun. There you go. They do. (laughs) I mean, like, I want a kid and then I'll see you when you're 14. Like, I want to go back to the British Empire days when you had a kid, nanny raised him. And then you got them again at like 13. When let's go actual hunting. <laughs> yeah, let's go hunting, my boy, and, you know, wow. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll shake your hand at 18. Wow. 
Actually, I was thinking Arrested Development. He's a Milford man. <laughs> exactly. Cinemoy. Better seen, not heard. Actually, one, one of my top highlights of 2021 was Easter. Oh. Because we got to be, it was the first in the production world that I work in, it was the first live show that I had gotten to do in a year and a half. Long wow. time. Or however long it was. Yeah. Easter 2021, we started meeting again in person. We yep. weren't at the municipal anymore. Been back at the convention center. That was a good time. It was crazy. Like a, it was a bunch of people. Scott, do you remember? For I forget us, all for sure. that. Yeah, absolutely. Scott, you remember Easter 2020? You and me were on the radio in a tornado. That's true. <laughs> I was actually asleep. <laughs> and John Hagler beating on my door. And my first thought was, there's a tornado. <laughs> and I wake up and John's like, get dressed. You needed the radio station. Bye. And he just walked away. And I quickly got dressed and ran to the radio. And you made it. Yes, I did. And then I remember we took a break or, or something was going on. So I was looking out the front door as the tornado, like not the actual tornado, but like the funnel cloud went right over us. I was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> and then I remember, too, people couldn't hear us because we would be talking and then it would, if you need, if you're in a Evacuate. mobile home, please find shelter immediately. Dun, 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 you know, so yeah. Wow, I've forgotten all about that. Two COVID Easter's under the belt, but mm. last year was much better. Much better last yeah, year. Yeah, because that right. Easter, that Easter too, we stood in front of the the convention center, had like the uh, scavenger hunt. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Well, I was supposed to, and they were going to go drive around town, and then it was the tornado, and we didn't really until yeah. later in the day. Phil, what are you going to do? My personal highlight, guys, was I was married. Our 10-year anniversary was May 2020, so we didn't do anything. Lame. So our makeup trip, we got to go to San Francisco for the first time, went and had a great time without kids. It was the longest trip without kids since Eliza had been born for us, and wow. probably so three days? one of the coolest cities. We went four days. Oh, I was joking. Yeah, five days, four nights. Aw. It was great. Rekindle the magic. That's right. 11 years now and a half. Mm, still happy? Mm, still happier than ever, Scott. I feel like you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> There's good days and bad days, but it's good. That's good. Absolutely. I'm so that's our personal playing. highlights. But for this episode, we wanted to take a minute and give 2021 a eulogy, mm. reflect back, and share maybe some of the biggest stories, some of the most important stories, but really just to have a little fun. Some of the stories and headlines you might not have heard of. So, Scott, I've got a top 10 of the stories I feel like we should talk about today from 2021. Over half are silly, a couple serious ones, and we're just going to go back and look as we move on and kind of turn the page on 2021. Turn the page. Is that a song? I think it's Turn I was, Around. I was, <laughs> I was trying to go. There's actually a Metallica song where oh. they talk about turning the page, but... I mix that in with turn around, and it, it, it was a fail. Every now and then I get a little bit yeah. lonely. Mm. Oh, I thought you were yeah. going to go to the next part. No. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. So here we go. Our top ten. We're going to count down from ten to number one. Jordan, you've not seen one. this list. I have not. So we'd like you to chime in and talk about some of these. So these are some of the weirdest, strangest headlines mixed in with some of the biggest stories we wanted to talk about looking back in the year. You ready, Scott? I am ready. All right. The number ten. The container ship ever given stuck in the Suez Canal. So a lot of life's happened. Let's reflect back on that, Scott. Do you remember that? I do remember that. And I remember thinking, number one, how? It's very windy. It was one of the biggest ships ever made. Yep. Got stuck in the Suez Canal, blocked all traffic, shut it down for six days. And I remember Egypt, who is in control of the Suez Canal, sued the company and the country of origin, which I believe is South Korea. 
and uh, was like sued them, and it was an astronomical. Well, amount. it cost billions oh, yeah. of dollars in the world. Yeah, it blocked the things. whole shipping. Shipping, but still, you got to think in this day and age, ships aren't necessarily like. Like I'm saying this as if I like am a shipman, like a captain, yeah, a captain of a ship. <laughs> but you know, like I've I've seen a few documentaries. I watch Netflix. So like the ships are controlled by GPS, generally speaking. Like literally, I watch a documentary and like on cruise ships, and the captain like puts one little finger on it because it's all controlled by GPS. So I'm just wondering how was he not paying attention? I think they said it was really windy. And it just pushed the boat. But it is massive. Yeah. I mean, it is a 220,000 ton ship. I've seen well, It's a giant sail. 399 meters, 1,300 feet long. I've seen bigger. <laughs> there literally aren't bigger in the world. And it sail, It was made in Japan, but it sailed out of Panama City, Panama. Mm. was the, the port of origin. So that was a big story, Scott. And just a little glimpse of all the shipping issues that would happen around the world. Because turns out, when there's a worldwide pandemic, it's hard to get things halfway around the world. I remember that still being is. so long that I was like, that ship is still stuck? Six days. Billions of dollars. How do they get it unstuck? Really hard work. <laughs> I don't, One I guy don't out actually there know how pushing, they did. They just rocked it back and forth. <laughs> push, guys, push! Let's see. I don't remember how I got it done. I wonder what that ship captain's doing now. Mm. He's probably fine. Actually, they, it actually went through the Suez Canal again recently. I remember seeing that in the news. <laughs> it made it. They said, oh, no, here it comes. Yeah, yeah. That oh, was, no. Yeah, it was actually newsworthy. Like, uh, the Ever... Was it Ever Given? Ever Given. Yeah. $60 billion is what they estimated. They lost in business. It took a week of tugs, dredging, and a crack team of salvage experts to free the 220,000-ton megaship. A crack team. Crack team? Crack team. Like a crack, like the best. Elite. Mm. A crack team of salvage experts. Interesting. Oh, I wonder we'll start using that term. Yeah. We're a crack team of podcasters, guys. No, we are not. <laughs> <laughs> so the Ever Given number one, and that reminded me of another story as a bonus. This isn't on the list. Do you guys know the story of Bodie McBoatface? No. Bodie <laughs> McBoatface. Wasn't that where the town gave, like, they had a, a contest, like, on the radio to rename their town. England. Yeah. The country of England was launching a new research vessel, and they decided to make it, like, fun on social media. You can vote on the vote of the new yeah, ship. Boating Boatface <laughs> 1. And some radio show started a campaign to get it called Boating Boatface. That's amazing. So now Bodie McBoatface is this, like, multi-million dollar research vessel that goes to Antarctica and does all this stuff, and it's <laughs> I've always, like, seen Bodie McBoatface. Democracy in action. That's amazing. Mm. All right. Number nine, Scott, as we're counting down. I really liked this story because this is just, this is humanity in a nutshell. We think we're advanced and we're smart. We know what we're doing. But a drunk man joined a search party looking for himself for hours <laughs> in Turkey. Did you hear this story? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> That's awesome. Behan Mutulu. Oh, Behan. Been drinking with friends and then he wandered into a forest as one does. This is the country of Turkey. 50 years old. A search party was sent out for him after hours of being missing. And he got in the search party and did not realize they were looking for him. So, so well, at this point, he's like, he's yeah, just out there walking what around. What are you guys looking for? What are you looking for this dude? Who Another Bayhan. Oh, crap. Well, let, let me help. <laughs> Can you imagine, though? Like, the town rallies. Everybody's in. It's this big just, heroic moment. Your guy's missing. I just, I just love it because he's like, I'll I help. Haven't, I haven't seen anybody out here. 
Who are you looking for? These, these, hey, these woods are dangerous, guys. What a jerk. And they're like, wait, are you, are you Bayon? He's like, uh, oh. <laughs> like, let's just imagine. Oh, you, were, you were looking for me? Well, if he's in the forest, someone pulled up and found him, and he's just like, yeah, I'm out here looking too. Yeah. Like, what, what are y'all doing? Who's this guy? I don't know. He was already out here looking. <laughs> yeah. Someone's lost. Oh, no. Like, well, I just that- imagine we get a staff text, and John Hagler says, Scott's missing. And we all rally in the middle of the night to go find you and walking around in the parks of Dogwood. Parks of Dogwood. <laughs> and we're looking for Scott. That's just weird. Well, but like that would be a little more difficult because I'm a known person. That's this, true. This is the whole town, so they don't know what he looks like. So probably what happened was they're out there scouring the woods and he like was like, oh, But somebody had people. to call him missing. Yeah. So then he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And they're like, well, we're searching for this guy. And he's like, well... I mean, I'm I'm already out here. I can help. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> find the search party for yourself. There mm. you go, Scott. He found himself. He did find himself. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Fly the banner. I mean, drunk people do crazy things. There was a guy arrested just a couple of weeks ago for having a barbecue in his truck going down the road. He turned his pickup. I did see that into a barbecue pit, <laughs> and was grilling while driving drunk. What? Yeah. Like it was inside the cab, or no, no, like it was like like, like the a bed, like a pickup truck. No, no, oh. no, like a pickup truck had it going, and as he's going down the road, he's like flipping burgers, got hot dogs on there. Was there somebody else in the car? No. How, How was he, he driving? He was, I don't know. <laughs> so literally, so the police like drive by, they see this because he's driving down the road drunk, and they're like, okay. that doesn't seem right. So they pull him over. Yeah, he's got the barbecue going. He's like, hey, you want a burger? And they're like, Make no, you're going to jail. Lunch. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Crazy Next things. one. That's local Shreveport ones. That's the news Actually, for you. that guy was in India. Not the drunk guy. Oh, I thought you said he was here. No, no, it was East Texas. Okay. Gotcha. 10-4. Same thing. Same thing. Close Same enough. Thing. Number eight, Scott. Oh, hang on, hang on. Number eight. <laughs> hey. Number eight. We tried to avoid so long. It's kind of long. It is long and loud. We'll do a different one still next going. time. That's all right. It's but I was trying going. to avoid COVID talk because we all know 2021, really, the story was COVID. What's COVID? Yeah, right. We're moving on from that. Number eight, an Italian man had a fake prosthetic arm to get his mandatory vaccine and did not fool the nurses and was arrested for fraud. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, was it like a mannequin arm? Uh, I think it's a prosthetic. It's a 50-year-old man. Had a so did they silicone the mold covering his real arm, hoping the nurse would not notice. So does she fill it and like, hey, this is this in like the states? Plastic. This is Italy, Italian. Oh, okay. Italian so it's like, hey, this feels like plastic. And he's so like, she reported that she found the skin rubbery and cold, and the pigment was too light to match the rest of his body. Then he tried to bribe the nurse and convince her to take a blind eye, but instead she reported him. Like. But what was the perp? What she should have done is stab, because if it's just a silicone his arm, fake arm, just stab through the fake arm and get his real arm. Like what's like what was the purpose? Was it so he could get his vaccination card? He probably had, was forced to as a health worker, and his job had been suspended, so he wanted to come back to work. Mm. Oh gosh! So he found it on Amazon as a silicone male chest half bodysuit, four hundred and sixteen dollars. Wow, that's expensive. That is very expensive. <laughs> just to avoid a shot. I just like the creativity. I don't know if you call that creative. I guess you can. Yeah, didn't work. Yeah. So I mean, invention, plan. wait, no, creativity is the mother of all invention. 
Mm. Necessity is necessity. Yeah, necessity. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you're forced to be creative. Well, that's one way. <laughs> Fake arm. And that's you know, the only vaccine talk. I, we'll I have, have a willing. I have a willing. I have a sneaking suspicion that yes. that's going to create a whole sub industry. <laughs> <laughs> of like fake prosthetics to avoid the shot. It didn't work. Yeah, but somebody else. Oh, it'll work somewhere. Full of nurse. Somebody else is going to try that. Somebody probably will. So that was number eight, my favorite headline. Number seven, Scott. Really, the article isn't that interesting, but this is the New York Times, one of the most respected in the world. This was a headline they ran with. <laughs> I can, I can barely, hold on, I got to say it through it. When an eel... Climbs a ramp to eat squid from a clamp. That's a moray, as in a moray eel. M-O-R-A-Y. So, Scott, would you please sing that in the... When an eel climbs a ramp... To eat squid from a clamp. To eat squid from a clamp. That's a moray eel. That is such a dad joke pun to be the lead article, and it's all about squid research that they actually unhinge their jaws and use it to climb on land to get food sometimes. They discovered this process. Why did, why discover that process? What does that have anything to do with anything? Why do we need to know that an eel can unhinge its jaw? What bearing does that have (laughs) On anybody's life. I want to know. Did you guys also hear they're teaching fish to drive cars? What? (laughs) They have underwater vehicles, and they've taught goldfish how to navigate a maze because when they move in that direction, the sensor goes the direction they're swimming. And so they have these fish-operated vehicles. They call them FAVs. These people are spending their lives (laughs) researching. I just have to... I want to meet the person... Who is doing this junk? Why do you need to know that a moray eel can unhinge its jaw? Now, at least in World War II, when they put cats in bombs, because I love this, speaking of that, same long, same, along the same lines. So, literally, they're trying to come up with guided bombs during World War II because, you know, back then they just kind of carpet bombed everything. It was like, oh, you know, people die, people die. <laughs> there it goes. So. <laughs> They were like, hey, yeah, so so this is how advanced research was in 1940. So they go, hey, cats always land on their feet. Maybe we put a cat in a bomb, and we we get it to go a certain way. The cat will write the bomb, and it'll keep it upright. The problem is, is that bombs, like all things dropped from the air, fall at terminal velocity, which falling at terminal velocity at hundreds of feet per second, well, cats, like humans, guess what happens? You pass out. <laughs> so How many cats did it take them before they figured out it didn't work? Apparently a lot. <laughs> so then they thought, hey, so then it gets better. The same guy goes, why don't we use pigeons? Guess what happened to the pigeons? <laughs> they black out. They, they black out. out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Amazing. Science, Scott. All for science. I want to know about why you need to find out why the unhinged jaw of a eel matters. Someone please write in and let us know. That's ridiculous. Dr. Keith Scott, <laughs> talk to your research friends. Find somebody for us. <laughs> that upsets me. <laughs> I can tell. Well, this next one, Scott, I don't know if it'll upset you or make us jealous because New Zealand, the country, mm. heard of it. Leopard. There's a leopard right there. Very good. Thank you for the accent. Fired the country's official wizard after 20 years, and he was outraged. <laughs> 
I bet he was. <laughs> he was making $16,000 a year as a federal employee to be the wizard of New Zealand. The wizard? What did he do? He would go around to events and would either do blessings or curses, depending on the situation. He would curse people? He would. Or I think more like bad situations. Wow. He would go and do like public events. And in 20 years, he made... You are cursed! <laughs> he made $368,000 as a wizard in his wizarding career. I bet you that's more than Harry Potter ever made. Mm, well, uh, probably not. <laughs> the fictional character Harry Potter? The fictional character. Okay. Yeah, he was... <laughs> no, I know the woman that wrote him was like a billionaire. <laughs> made a bunch of money. His quote was, when he got fired and let go, they released his contract... It's just they don't like me because they are bo- bo- boring old bureaucrats and everyone likes me and no one likes them. Well, yes. <laughs> he I led mean, everyone protests. Under, everyone under the age of 12 may like him. He went on every talk show and every publicity thing in oh, media in New yeah. Zealand. I would milk that for all it's worth. They did not reinstate They probably got him. more money off of that. Can and I be the Wizard of Simple Church? That's what I'm saying. What a great gig. Oh, my gosh. Is there a music pad for that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just make some wizard oh. sound effects. Aurora Borealis! Hey! The sound effect board is back. There you go. No more wizard for New Zealand. It's the last country in the world that had a wizard on the page. There's a wizard right there. Look at the wizard. <laughs> All I can say is if you live in New Zealand, watch out. It's probably going to be a bad year. You have no longer protected. Oh, what if it's the best year, though? <laughs> <laughs> then, then, yeah. Be bad for that wizard business. Maybe do something about the unhinged jaw of the moray eel. They're going to start climbing up on land and getting them. Maybe that's what he was protecting. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's going to be a bad year in New Zealand. Who knows what he was stopping? Oh, wizards. Next. Next, Scott. Wild boars stole superstar pop singer Shakira's purse while onlookers stood idly by. I don't blame a single one of them. <laughs> Where were they? Have you ever been around a wild boar? They were out in Spain, I think, is what he's in. Uh, yeah, she was on vacation, Barcelona, in a park. That would be Spain. With her son. She got ice cream. She was sitting on a park bench minding her business, and two huge wild boars ambushed and hooked her purse and ran off. And her public statement, which caused some outcry, was that no one stopped to help her. I don't know if you know much about boars. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way as well. But uh, boars have very sharp tusks that can gore you. I almost ran into one the other day. Yeah, they can They can eviscerate you. Out in the, in out the, the woods. Did it have a purse? Uh, no. It was just standing <laughs> yeah. there. I, I, would, I would literally do what everyone else did. Go, oh, man, that's terrible. I'm not going to stop it. I'm sorry, It's Shakira. just a purse, not You her. can literally shoot... You can shoot one of these things in the head, and it'll. Their skulls are so thick that, like, unless you have the highest caliber gun, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, that's your board talk lately. But I just love that she had the audacity that to think like all these normal people will dive on a board for her. And I'm gonna die on a boar. <laughs> yeah, I was in my and truck. Sold my I was purse. in my truck and saw a boar the other day and got scared in my truck. Yeah, in the truck. You yeah. were nervous. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shakira, Shakira. Like Hogzilla, which was in East Texas, was like 800 pounds. What if it was one of those? I'm not gonna stop an 800 pound boar because it stole your purse. She Sorry, can buy Shakira. A new one. Yeah, she's just fine. Yeah. Just fine. Come on, now, Shakira. Yeah. If it carried Shakira off, would you have gotten? Like, it no. actually took her, you wouldn't. Uh, I would have yelled. 
Hey, quit. I'd have said, hey, <laughs> stop. Come, come back. back here. <laughs> Bring back Shakira. Shake it off, girl. <laughs> Shake. Uh, your hips don't lie. I was, I was trying to think of this. Song, yeah, but, but your your hips lying on that pig, though. Oh. Dislocated. Yeah. Nice. Mm, let's see where I went there. Rest in peace, Shakira's purse. It never said if it was recovered My or hips not. Don't lie. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. We're moving in now to the more serious stories, but this one mm. is an actual story that really happened, which is also pretty ridiculous when you think about it. Three billionaires went into space this year. Did you follow this, Scott? I just once again, it's like the more ale. Why? <laughs> you wouldn't go? Oh, absolutely. Okay. If someone said you could go for free, sure. But Shaq I think went. it's Shaq did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah just you didn't know that? No, uh-uh, I yeah, did not see Shaq that. Went. So they're talking about space tourism, promoting this industry. It does have potential implications of travel and all kinds of different things. But Elon Musk, Richard Branson, and I'm totally blanking on the third one. Jeff Bezos. I think Richard yep. Branson just did it because the other two. And they kind of talk about this in one of the things I read. Of They denied that it was kind of a competition to see who kind of could do it first. And they all wanted to go up and stay in space longer. It's these billionaires with toys. Well, see, like Elon, I, I give Elon a little more credit because he's like, you know, he's like trying to figure out travel. So he's going, look, we can make it where you can get from L.A. to London in an hour. Well, that would, like, if you actually had, like, like, if you were actually a business person or you needed that, that would be convenient. You'd get to Australia now. So, you know, it'd help with jet lag and all that. I understand that. Jeff Bezos, okay, tourism, you know, I can kind of see that. Maybe looking at, at going to, you know, maybe another planet in case this one, you know, goes away or whatever. But then Richard Branson, I'm thinking, he's just doing it because he's like, they're doing it. And really, is is Richard Branson still a billionaire? Because I feel like Virgin Records probably isn't around I think much. He diversified. He said he's worth $5 billion. So he's less than the other ones, but still. So he's got a little bit of money. Still a billionaire. I mean, you would, you'd call that walking around money. My favorite headline I found The Onion is the parody site said that a, a study finds that 70% of Americans have less than $1,000 saved to go to space. <laughs> yeah. And that's all this great plan that everybody's just going to go to space and go on vacation there. Yeah, no. Uh, mm. Yeah, just like electric cars. Jordan, you have hot takes about billionaires going to space? They can do what they want. <laughs> There's so many more things we could do with the money. You're right. You could literally. I don't know. <laughs> like I just saw what a I lot would of do problems with, with that. I just know what I would do the money. What would you do, Scott? It'd get Shakira's buy. purse back. I would buy. <laughs> Go I get would revenge on the boars with the boars. <laughs> I would actually probably waste most of it. That's very honest, and I think a lot of people probably think that they would do the right thing, but that's just a lot of money. You had a billion dollars. No. Hmm. You're going to buy a lot of unnecessary things. Cars, planes, boats, houses. Spaceship. Spaceship. Because, I mean, literally, you could spend... I did the math one time. You could spend like $30,000 a day or something like that and still not run out of money in an entire lifetime if you had a billion dollars. That's uns- it's pretty insane. Yeah, it was some I mean once again I'm just paraphrasing. I I literally did the math one time and it is it's crazy like that. Like you could spend 20 I'm not talking about a week. I'm talking about a day and still not spend a billion dollars in a lifetime. Mm. Yep. It's a lot of money. All right, Scott. 
What's next? Billionaires. I'm transitioning to the one. This is just one I thought was interesting because you and me talked about it this week. If people forgot about this, the Surfside condo collapse. Not a joke. Oh, actual Miami? thing. Yeah. yeah. You remember that? Mm-hmm. It kind of got pushed to the back burner very quickly. Well, it's a big deal. Well, somebody's spitting out money on that. How so? Well, did they ever? Did they ever say what caused it? Well, they said. Bear with me here. It was a long time ago, and I've had a child since then. (laughs) They said that there were contractors that came in and that the building owners knew of all these issues and that they never fixed them. That's kind of the story that's come out now. I was reading an article called The House of Cards. Ooh. From the Miami Herald, going through and looking back at it. And I think it's more of a state of where we are as a culture and a society and all these different things of, like, it happens. It didn't happen in our backyard. We're not worried about it. But it is kind of terrifying to think, like, who are the people and the systems that are making sure that things are safe? Mm-hmm. The buildings we use, the places we go, the infrastructure. It was not a good plan. And it's like you said, that more and more has come out that there were missed chances to correct things to be fixed and more easily. And it was just kind of this this unraveling story of neglect and failure and greed and people not doing what they're supposed to. And it all ended up killing almost 100 people. I just remember the most powerful thing for me for that, watching the video of it, is because somebody had gone outside because it collapsed twice. Like, the first thing collapsed, and then the rest of it collapsed right after it. And so it was cell phone video of, like, them filming it after the first collapse, and you saw these condos where their lights turned on. So it was people who woke up because that building fell apart, and then all of a sudden the whole thing fell. And then I just thought... I can't imagine being one of those people. You are woken up by this, I'm going to use this word, calamitous noise. Mm, Wow. And then, so you've woken up, you're like in a, and then all of a sudden, boom, now you're trapped or worse. Scary. It is very scary. So the article, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to this one because I just found it really interesting. And it's like, I literally was like, I forgot about that. (laughs) And everything that happened last year, that is one of those things that I had not thought about and going in the more they dug into it. The worse it looked. Mm, Wow. There you go. So number one, Scott, and we'll end on this note. This is, I think, the thing that will be remembered the most besides COVID in history. Last year, there was a group of people that stormed the Capitol. That was a wild day. Hadn't happened since 1812. Number one story. I I saw a news article the other day that said something about, I didn't read it. I just saw the headlines. So it might not have been about any of these things. (laughs) But it said the unanswered questions about that still to oh, yeah. this day. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy to think. Literally, nothing like that has happened in this country since the War of 1812. Freaking British. I remember we were at the municipal getting ready to film. Yeah. And Chip came in and he goes, They just stormed the Capitol. It's like, What? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, Yeah, they just, I'm like, Do yeah. I need to go home? It was unbelievable. So I heard an interview, the FBI released one of the transcripts and they had a dramatic reenactment that that actors read the two FBI agents that talked to a dad who was 50, his FedEx driver, he lived in New Jersey, and basically he was radicalized. He was so whipped into a frenzy about watching stuff on the news and seeing stuff leading up to the election, he decided on a whim to go over that day. He went in and said he just went along with the crowd. This is his story. Went and ended up in the building. His said he didn't touch anything. When he was leaving, a police officer was beating someone. Again, his side of the story. And he pulled him off of him. And so he was being charged for assaulting a Capitol Police officer. But he lost his job. 
FedEx let him go whenever it came out and he was going to trial. His ex-wife won't let him see his kids and removed the custody. He said he was a churchgoer and went to the biggest church in the area, and now he won't go back to church. And this one impulse decision to get caught up in all this stuff has changed and altered his entire life. And he's weeping in the transcript that says that he cried of you just get radicalized. We're so whipped into a frenzy and everybody is so politicized and so divided and going through these things. And it caused literally a riot in a storming of one of the U.S. institutions. Well, yeah, and it's interesting to me, like, no matter which side of the fence you're on, this is a crime. So, like, did you really think you were going to get away with it? Like, but and then that even goes to the bigger question or the bigger thought of, you know, you really got to put thought into the decisions that you make. Because, like, this guy right here, he's just going along with the crowd. He's, so he, you know, he's with a group of people that think like him. So he's like, well, they're doing it. Well, let's do it. And so he goes and does it without ever taking time to go, how is this? Because obviously there's going to be response, possibly because of the building that it is and being a government building, may even be an armed response. So you're going, I'm going to put my life at risk. I'm going to lose everything for what? You know, it just makes you think about that, Just not just with that particular incident, but with everything that you, any decision you make in life, like, what what impact is that going to have? Because I'm sure in that moment, he's just going along. He didn't think it was going to be that bad. I think a lot of people that went and did that, they thought, well, you know, it was going to be more of a demonstration than anything. Right. And then, yeah, I think that's probably the story of a lot of people where they went like, you know, we're going to stand up for what we believe in. You have a few people that make that decision that, no, we're going to break in. And then everybody, well, if he's doing it, I'm doing it. Right. Without ever thinking, man, this might not be the best decision. Well, it makes you wonder, like, at what point did they go? Probably shouldn't be in here. <laughs> well, like, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's when you go to, because there was probably, in my opinion, there was probably a group that had already deci- decided, hey, we're going to get in there. We whip it up. What were they going to do when they got in there? They thought they were going to take over. Unbelievable. Yeah. It is pretty crazy. 738 federal charges so far have been placed against people that have gone to, yeah. that have actually done charges. So Yeah, and so many people that were there, they've lost jobs, friendships, families. Like, he's not the only one. Like, it's it's been devastating for a lot of people on both sides of the spectrum. I mean, a, a Capitol Police officer, I believe, lost his life. Yeah. Absolutely. For, for what? For the more eel. That's a more <laughs> They were trying to get Shakira's purse. Yeah. That boar ran across the pond. Yeah. They were chasing the boar into the yes. Capitol building. Yeah. <laughs> and that's 2021. We hey. summed up everything you need to know. I'm going to put links I in the show I just want to know notes. about the moor eel. Like, I'm, is it going to help COVID? We need a zoologist to come on and explain to us. Zoologist. I just don't understand. You think there's one in the area? Well, there's know. probably one over in Tyler at the Tyler Zoo. Mm. Let's see if we can get a connection mm. there. Yeah. If you know a zoologist, They're called the Irwins, like Scott Irwin, Steve Irwin, <laughs> oh, Steve. Well, you know they I don't think show. you can call Steve. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> I said the Irwins, y'all said Steve. Yeah, his son sounds just like though that's more British than Australian. Got to get back to New Zealand. There we go. So my, no wizards. My wife's no family wizards. is from down south, and one year they made me read the Cage of Night Before Christmas. You ever tried to read that book? No, I have. Well, somehow, some way, my accent turned Jamaican. 
Interesting. Yeah. Get along. Not a before. <laughs> exactly. Feel the rhythm. Feel up, up. No woman, no cry. Hey, hey. Yeah, that was it. There yeah. you go. On that note. I've actually heard that the only time I've ever heard a Cajun Christmas is at Tubbs during Christmas time. Like somebody just sat there reading it? No, they they play Christmas Cajun music at Tubbs and literally the story will they, but they play it and it's over. Did you see Coach O reading it? Again. No. no. Oh my gosh. It's on YouTube. It's hilarious. That's exactly it. It's Gold <laughs> Not anymore. Go my bank account. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we hope you enjoy this. We hope you learn mm. some things like Maury Eels can yep. unhinge On a night jaws. after Christmas. That's right. And we're going to move forward into 2022. We're excited about some new yes. fun stuff coming up. We're going to change it up. Possibly. We're going to try something. That's we're going right. to try something. May fail, may blow up in our faces. I hope it doesn't. That would go really wrong. <laughs> I like how it went very high pitched. Blow up in our faces. That's mm. right. So stay tuned. Download and subscribe to Backstage mm. with the Simple Church Podcast as we enter year three, Scott. Wow. Of podcasting. May it be our best. Hours in your ears. Mm. <laughs> we got to do something special for like this three-year anniversary. Milestone. Oh, wait. Did we already pass it? The two-year anniversary is next week. Wow. We'll have a party. All right. And just live. Oh, is it next week? Yeah. We'll literally just have a party and then just record the party. And you can watch Perfect. us. And party. you can listen. <laughs> no, you can't watch us. You just, just listen to One us microphone in a room. Yeah, and it's just the three of us partying. Hey, how you doing? Good. How's your family? Small talk in the background. <laughs> One guy. All right. Subscribe. On that note, don't Why does Scott miss? have a Thanks shirt Thanks for on? being here. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.